Father God, we praise you and we thank you for the moment like this. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Lord, for your anointing. Thank you for each and every one of us. Here we are, waiting upon you. Speak to us. Give us attention to hear, to hear your word. Be blessed by the word. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I hope you are all waiting to hear God's word. We had a beautiful announcement about next week. About, uh, I'm not telling about only Grand Ayat dinner. Last week we, we were ministered by the women's ministry of this bread of life. Next week, the excellent men are going to coordinate the service. Put your hands together for them. I know you will not fail for the dinner. Please make it a point to be attentive in the morning also for the men's coordinator service. So we will enjoy, we will be blessing. Amen? Today, I titled my message, God's Guidance Through Closed Doors. That's why the promise also came to us. What we know about this promise? The key of the house of David I will lay on his shoulders, so he shall open and no one shall shut. And he shall shut and no one shall open it. I don't know how many of you noticed, even after two songs in the prayer, after praises, when Brother Tony was encouraging us and exhorting us to praise him, one of the words what he used it, praise him for God's guidance. See, when we come to church, we will be very much attentive to each and every word. You have to join there. Keep yourselves there. How many of you sensibly praise God for God's guidance? If I am the one, I enjoyed it. Yes, of course, it is the message. At the same time, we should be always expect why we should praise, for what we should praise. If you are that person, you should jump over it and thanking God for what God has been. If you have failed to do that, that is the place God reminds you to praise Him. That is the place God's telling you to worship Him. If you have come with the empty hand to worship God, you will not enjoy it. You should come with the full of your heart, love with the love and the gratitude. Whatever you are experienced from your life, from the past days, you should come with the expectant heart, what you are going to give. All of us, we know that worship is not receiving, worship is giving. What you brought, it is not the offering, it is not the money. God wants ourselves. So in that case, each and every word which comes from here, it is led by the Spirit of God for each and every one of us. If it is for you, say amen to that. Yes, if I ask you one question, what is the greatest blessing of a mankind or a human? Everyone will know and say that. The greatest blessing is what? 
salvation being a child of a living god the greatest blessing for a person or a human on this earth is being a child of the living god i am a child of god that is enough that is enough it covers everything it provides everything he is my god i am his child secondly the greatest blessing of your child of god is what one of the greatest blessing in being god children is his guidance the greatest blessing is his guidance how many of us are 100% sure about whatever we do is guided by our god that is difficult because of the time i have to rush up here 1 john 2:17 says and the world is passing away and the lust of it but he who does the will of god abides forever roman 8:14 says that for as many as are led by the spirit of god these are the sons of god we are the sons of god why how when when we are led by the spirit of god the same the references pastor gave about four references about uh, isaiah 22:22 even matthew 18:18 jesus said assuredly i say to you whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven even matthew 16:19 also he said to peter the key of heaven is given to him so in that case these are all the references as he said uh, uh, even the revelation 17 so what we know about or understand about this scripture very particularly is god is always keep open door for us that's what we understand we know and the people or the world may close it but god can open it but here the truth is always parallel like a wings of a bird like like a like a two rays for a train the one side is god opens the door most of us we never understand or familiar with god also shut the door god shuts the door that's why i said the wrong concept understanding this truth is next slide all open we know as we think all open doors are god's providence next slide next slide all closed doors are devil's interference that's what we think because we are generally strong willed and we desire to go our own way god guides us more through closed doors 
than an open door. Once again, I'll tell you, God guides us more through closed doors than an open door. Open door is common. Open door is for a new believer or an unbeliever. Closed doors are for his children. Closed doors are for his children. In Genesis, Genesis is actually a book of beginning. Interestingly, it speaks several stops ordered by God. Psalm 37 verse 23 says, the steps of a righteous man ordered by God. The steps of a righteous man ordered by God. I can say it is also the stops of a righteous man may ordered by God. Do you understand that? Not only the steps, even the stops in your life. It is ordained by God, if you are a real child of God. Anyhow, in the book of Genesis, there are several stops. I have mentioned it. I have chosen seven of them today for our meditation. Let us see how God works through us. Number one, Tower of Babel. God stops the people from avoiding scattering. When you go through Genesis 11, 1 to 9, verse 1 says, So God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, multiply and fill the earth. Fill the earth. Genesis 9, verse 7, just here and there I took it. And as for you, be fruitful and multiply. Bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply in it. The same verse in Acts 1.8, all of us we know. This was the promise on the day of Pentecost. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Even last week we heard about together, living together, loving together, worshiping together, True. It is for what? It is in the church. It is concerning love. But the great commission given to us is go into the world. If you are always together, who is going into the world? The great commission is given to whom? To every one of us? Is it not to you? Yes. Acts 2, 46 to 47, if you go through it. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, 
they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. 47. Praising God and having favor with all the people. Everything is good. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. The same other side. Acts 8.1. What it says. Now Saul was consenting to his death. At that time, a great persecution arose against the church, which was at Jerusalem. And they were all, all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. See, one eight is different, eight one is different. One eight, same Bible. One eight says they were together. And also the commission was given throughout. We have to go out, Judea, Samaria, and uttermost parts of the world. But they were not obedient. That's why persecution came in the church for them to be scattered. So, even then, they did not come out of that mentality. Even when you look at it, 11th chapter 11, 19 to 21. So the formation of Antioch Church was formed in that way. So the God's perfect will, we are the salt of the earth. Not as a salt, of pillar salt, but we should be always shaken out, out of salt cellars. So we should have the world vision. So God, now what we understand, God stops for us to be scattered. We never want, he never wanted to be always together. That is the will of God. We should go into the world. We should be a salt to be influencing the people of the world to make them to know Christ in their life. Secondly, Agar, from the Genesis 16, 8 to 10. God stopped her from escaping suffering. And he said, the angel of the Lord, said to Agar, Sarai's maid, Genesis 16, verse 8. We have, where have you come from? Where are you going? She said, Agar said, I am fleeing from the presence of my mistress, Sarai. The angel of the Lord said to her, Return to your mistress and submit yourself under her hand. Verse 10, The angel of the Lord said to her, I will multiply your descendants exceedingly so that they shall not be counted for multitude. Later, God himself tells Abraham to send her away. That is in Genesis 21, 10 and 12. What he says, Therefore she, Sarah, said to Abraham, 
cast out this bond woman and her son. For the son of this bond woman shall not be heir of my son, namely with Isaac. Verse 11. And the matter was very displeasing in Abraham's sight because of his son. 12. But God said to Abraham, do not let it be displeasing in your sight because of the lad, because of your bond woman. Whatever Sarah has said to you, listen to her voice, for in Isaac your seed shall be called. Is that right? Mostly. Maybe the sisters may be very happy because one praise he has says to Abraham, whatever Sarah has said to you, listen to her voice. <laughs> we quote it, misquote it, but we do not know what is the context of that. If your husband wants you want to listen to you, or if you say that, he should have a born woman or an Ismail. Then in that case, you have said it's okay. Don't never ever misquote that. Again, learn to stay put the character development. Gethsemane's cup for Jesus Christ. God's why. And also Paul's thorn. So there are many examples why God allows such a thing. That is nothing but Every stop will turn into God's guidance and that will turn into blessing. Amen. That is God's will. We never expect God stops something. No, God will stop. That's the lesson for us. In all above examples, the medium was an angel. The first time we read about these heavenly blessings in the context of Stopping entry into the Garden of Eden. Third, Abimelech. Abimelech, God stopped him from committing sin. Genesis 21 to 6. 1 to 16 narrates the story of Abraham immigrating to the southern region of Kerar, whose king is named Abimelech. Abraham stated that Sarah, his wife, is really his sister. That's a mystery. Leading Abimelech to try to take Sarah as a wife. However, God intervened before Abimelech touched Sarah. We have two forces helping always in this area at all times. One is Holy, the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. In the beginning itself I said this is for the children of God. Those who are the children of God in the sense, those who are accepted Jesus Christ. That is the greatest blessing. For us, the Spirit of God is always in us to guide us, to lead us, to convict us, and to correct us. So James 4, 4 and 5 says, humility and submission will give us the victory. James 4, 5, do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us 
earns jealousy. But he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Even 2 Thessalonians 2.7 also says, Second, Christ, the one who seated in heaven for us to intercede on our behalf. So as a child of God, we have two people. The Spirit of God is there within us, and also the Christ is always seated in heavenlies to intercede on our behalf. So we may not know, but God knows all the traps of Satan. The uncomfortable feeling is the inner voice of the Holy Spirit to prevent us from sinning. Always I used to tell everybody, if it is some of us very, finding very difficult to know whether it is God's guidance or not, the acid test is we should live in peace. God, if God leads you, there will be peace in it. If not, the other things will be there. Doubt will be there. Worry will be there. Fear will be there. If we have any one of these things, 100% sure it is not by God. Forget about it. If God leads you, 100% you will be in peace. If God guides you. If not, fear, worries, and uh, what do you call uh, Doubts will be there. Whether it is God or not. Whether I should proceed or not. Whether it is right or not. So these are all the questions. If you have all these things, no peace. Better you stop it. God who stopped it. Amen? Fourthly, Abraham. See, from the Old Testament to the Old New Testament, always, even the pastor has taken the message of, in the, about Jacob. Our God is known, or he himself has said, I am the God of Abraham, he said to Isaac. I am the God of Abraham and Isaac and to Jacob. I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The whole nation's always claiming that you are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That is his name. He has taken that and proud of it. See, his own people, Abraham, now, Abraham, God stopped him from slaying Isaac. Why God stopped? We must not. What we know from here. Next. Abraham. We must not bail ourselves out of, out by our own resources. When we have money, we pay. When we have no money, we pray. Right? Anything comes on our way, we have money, no problem, we will pay. There is no money, we will go to pray and ask others to pray. For an example, a believing student tries for a professional college, not selected in many colleges. If he can pay a capitation fee and get a seat, where is God in it? Where is God in it? There's no God. So, 
we should not manipulate. We should wait until God provides a lamp. It may be a ticket. Genesis 22, verse 13 and 14. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked. And there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. 14. And Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. There are personal testimonies, but there is no time for me to share it. So God does not allow trials which exceeds his limit. Amen? Amen. Trials are mean to make us, not to break us. Once again, trials are mean to make us, not to break us. Joseph tried to bail himself out of prison, but failed. Genesis, it is written in Genesis 40, 14 and 23, if you go through it, the chief butler forgot because he told him in the prison, if you all go to Pharaoh, remember me. He is making a bribe. So, but remember me when it is well with you and please show kindness to me. Make mention of me to Pharaoh and get me out of this house, he said. Verse 23 says, Genesis 40, Yet the chief butler did not remember Joseph but forgot him. It happened. Fifthly, Isaac. God stopped him from going to Egypt. Genesis 26, verse 1 says, There was a famine in the land, besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Palestine in Gerar. Verse 2. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. If you go on, verse 6. So Isaac dwelt in Gerar. Verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land and raped in the same year, a yeah, hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Why God stopped? He wanted to. There was a famine in the whole land. He wanted to go to Abimelech. But God stopped. Don't go. But he, see how God blessed him? Hundredfold. Not one, two, three, four, ninety. Hundred false blessings. So, when God stops, that is entry. It is a guidance of God for us to be blessed. Human logic versus divine purpose 
normally common sense but god changes our course for a greater blessing the apostle has stopped in asia when you look at that that also we heard asia and britannia for macedonia act 16 verse 6 to 10 if you go to it god stopped him 6 to 10 just i read few words for you now when they had gone through the pergia and the region of calatia they were forbidden by the holy spirit to preach the word in asia verse 7 after they had come to mysia they tried to go to britannia but the spirit did not permit them so passing by mysia they came down to toras and a vision appeared to paul in the night a man of macedonia stood and pleaded with him saying come over to macedonia to help us now after he had seen the vision immediately we shot to go to macedonia concluding that the lord had called us to preach the gospel to them so even seeing this it is very difficult to understand yes god has called us god has told us to go to the uttermost part of the world even on the way god can stop from here to there but god direct them to the right place at the right time that is our god that is our god when god closes one door he himself will open another door he himself will open it no doubt about it no will no one will come and close open it he will close he will open there are many more let us see go i am not skipping some of the things six rachel god stopped her womb from conceiving genesis 29 even 30 22 and 24 if god closed it god also opened it as i said genesis 29 31 says when the lord saw lehah was unloved he opened her womb but rachel was barren you know the story i'm not going to explain it don't 30 verse 2 says and jacob's anger was well, why she was she was complaining give me your child who rachel otherwise i will die then jacob got angry and he said anger was arose against rachel and he said am i in the place of god who was withheld from you the fruit of the womb so who closed it God closed it. After all other ten children, see verse Genesis thirty verse twenty two and twenty four. Then God remembered Rachel, and God listened to her and opened her womb. Twenty three, and she conceived and bore a son and said. God has taken away my reproach. 24. So she called his name Joseph. 
and said, The Lord shall add me, add to me another son. So Benjamin was, is born in Genesis 35, 16 to 18. God honored her confession. God also blessed her with another child as a ben, uh, Benjamin. And uh, if, why God stopped her womb? God has a purpose. If not, these 12, 12 tribes, what we know, they may not be there. God allowed all other 10 children to be born. Then God allowed it. Stop that. And then God allowed for Joseph and Benjamin. Physical and material blessings withheld for granting spiritual blessings. God fulfills his overall plan. That is, ten sons were born to Jacob during this period. Ten tribes. Even you can go for some more examples about Hannah, how God made her burn for a longer period, then how Samuel was given, and also about Zechariah and Elizabeth. God hold her home, even when they are getting, till they are getting old, then God opened it, then the John the Baptist has came as a way to love our Lord Jesus Christ. So God has the purpose in making, stopping something on our way. God has the purpose to close the doors. God is the one who closes. God is the one who will open it. Seventhly, before that, so delays are not denials. God gives time for our development. Why God stops? For our development, for our understanding, for us to, uh, to see that how faithful we are. We are always very excited to say and confess and praise God for God's, God's love and God's faithfulness. But we are spending very less, take very less time to think about how much we love him, how much we are faithful to him. If that is the time, situation, God stops something in our life. Seventhly, Laban. God stopped him from harming Jacob. That we know from Genesis 31, 22 to 24, 29 and 42. 31, 22 and 24 it says, And Laban was told on the third day that Jacob had fled. Then he took his brethren with him and pursued him for seven days journey. And he overtook him in the mountains of Jilad. But God had come to Laban and Syrian in the dream by night and said to him, Be careful that you speak to Jacob, neither good nor bad. Genesis 31, 29. It is, he says, it is my power to do you harm. He is saying to Jacob. 
but the god of your father spoke to me last night saying be careful that you speak to jacob neither good nor bad verse 42 says unless the god of my father jacob says the god of abraham and the fear of isaac had been with me surely now you have sent me away empty handed god has seen my affliction and the labor of my hands and rebuked you last night similarly god stopped even so you know this similarly god stopped balaam from cursing god's people that we know from numbers numbers 22 to 23 and 26 24 just as a reference and there are many more just i have chosen few and because of the time i have to wind up god does not permit anyone to touch us psalm 105 14 and 15 he permitted no one to do them wrong yes he rebuked kings for their sakes 15 saying do not touch my anointed one and do my prophets no harm that's a conclusion can a god guide a train by a green flag only how many of you traveled in trains of course in africa in india train is the most of, uh, transport used by the people most of the people use the train so you know there is a god if he uses only green flag without a red flag what will happen we heard about many things that so red flag also necessary to our journey if not the situation will be very disaster will we enjoy the only the day if there is a bright sunlight all 24 hours without night days sometimes i used to pray some people they will think that why the night is coming because they don't sleep some people think pray that why the day is coming but you think about how blessed we are right it is true what i am saying is very true many people i know by myself i heard why night is coming because the whole daytime people will be there night nobody will be there i have a sleepless night some people why the day is coming but god has given both genesis 1:5 evening and morning that is those who have learned to walk in dark will easily walk in the day the converse may not be true and even is not pain a blessing you know the lepers lepers you know you know lep- how to test the lepers whether they are cured or not they should have a pain then that is the sign of 
they are get got healed if there is no pain they are senseless senseless they were sick people physical death how many of us like it? physical death is a blessing how many of you believe it how many of you believe it even though we know physical death is a blessing it is a blessing first of all i don't know how many of you accept it it is a blessing if there is no physical death there is no resurrection our hope is always focused on the resurrection that is why even our lord jesus christ also died on our behalf he was buried he rose again as a sign so that we will believe it so our belief is more than our life on this earth our resurrection that is our hope we have a hopeless people in this world but as a child of god another qualification is we have a hope we have a destiny that is the privilege of a god children amen okay i spoke all those things what is the problem for us what shall we do god what is the what is what is the topic of today god's guidance through closed doors and most of you may ask a question have a question how do we know still we have a problem usually i used to say that christians are having a problem in hearing from god whether god speaks or not why god is not speaking those who have a problem in hearing from god they always need assistant or taken help of somebody asking somebody to pray for and asking the what god told you about me concerning me like that we will go person to person or going for the popular preacher to know about our future please that is a very bad character very bad habit if you have your father your father will tell you directly straight away why you going through and through somebody he will be very much upset about it if you go through that if you are a child of god you have all the right to claim that i am a child of god if you have that boldness you have the privilege you straight away ask him if you have a problem what you will do pray pray prayer always it is not only communication it it helps us to develop our relationship come closer and closer god will speak even if he is from heaven if you think that he is from heaven if you cry here he will hear no problem we believe it if god is outside you are calling here and you are praying god will answer no doubt about it if god is near to the door and you are praying here calling him he will answer but god expects god wants you to be here you should sit beside him you should believe that he be- sits beside you you are on his lap and you are speaking to him he hear you don't you know the difference that much god expects you to be always come closer and closer don't ask from here when he is there ah i want this outside the door you want god to hear no god expects you to come closer and closer how you will come to that experience it is by your prayer the more you pray the more you sense that you are very closer to god it is easy for him to answer to you 
that is god's desire concerning each and every one of us why we are not knowing god's guidance why we are not hearing god speaking this is the problem we have a prayer problem and we have faith problem and perseverance problem last week we heard about it persevere in our prayer life definitely god will bless us even through the closed doors god bless you just take a moment to try to understand what you have heard over the last 35 40 minutes closed doors and as you understand it bow down and talk to god tell him thank you god that you have helped me understand what closed doors mean in my life talk to god right now and try to under, and 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 tell him that you will not fight against closed doors because god is simply redirecting our life you are a child of the living god trust him because he will guide you trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding closed doors does not mean that god is not there closed doors is just god redirecting your steps father thank you lord that you have redirected our thought process father god those of us who have always been looking only for open doors thank you lord for telling us that you use doors in way that you know best help us to understand and just help us to trust in you lord father that when there are open doors we go through them but when there are closed doors we take a step back and redirect our steps thank you lord for guiding us this day lord father for giving us an understanding of how you want us to walk in life and father we pray lord that you will continue to anoint your servant lord and as you speak to him you will give through him you will give us words of wisdom lord father pray lord that you will be with our pastor and his family lord father and you will bless them lord father and through him you will give us more and more insightful knowledge into your word lord father we thank you we praise you in jesus name we pray amen, amen. it is now time to celebrate the lord's table so let's open our bibles to first corinthians chapter 11 and let's read from verse 23b to 32 1 Corinthians chapter 11 starting from 23b the lord jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take eat 
this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. Brothers and sisters, let's just take a moment to thank the Lord for his supreme, selfless sacrifice on that cross. He died so that you and I could live. Let's just take a moment to say thank you, God, because it is your selfless sacrifice that has given me life. You see, with this sacrifice, he lifted from us the burden of sin that we were burdened under. He accepted our repentance and redeemed us from the gates of hell. Thank God and tell him that today you are not walking towards hell, but you're walking away from it. You're walking towards heaven. From the brink of death and hell, Christ saved us. Thank God for that. And as you thank the Lord, examine and prepare yourselves. Is there any unforgiven sin in your life? Take a moment to just reflect on your own self. What is it that you have done that you know isn't right in the sight of God? Just ask God for forgiveness. Ask him right now, because he is a forgiving God. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's pray for the bread and the drink, the elements that we are going to share from right now. And let's pray for every brother and every sister who's going to come up and take off this bread and the drink. Father, we thank you, Lord that you have given us this opportunity to reflect, Lord Father, and to do what you have asked us to do, Lord Father, because you have said, every time you do this, remember me. And Father God, today as we take 
the elements of bread and the drink, remembering your body which was broken for us and your blood which was shed for us. Father God, we come with gratitude. We come with a thankful heart. We come with a heart where we say, Lord, if it was not for you, what, where would I be? There is nothing I could have done to save myself. Father, we just want to say thank you, Lord. And for every brother and sister who's going to come up, Lord, Father, we pray, Lord, that every one of us is truly worthy to take of your bread and your drink. Let us not come in a casual manner. But Father God, I pray, Lord, that all of us will come remembering your sacrifice and grateful for the life you have given us. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Church, please do remember that the Lord's table is for, is for all those who have accepted the Lord as personal Savior and Lord and have obeyed him in taking waters of baptism by immersion. Now, if you haven't done this, please abstain from participating in the Lord's table. Meanwhile, please meditate on the word of God. Look at your own life and consider receiving the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and consider obeying him in going through the waters of baptism. For those partaking of the Lord's table, the ushers will now guide you as you come forward. And when you return to your seats, please continue to be in an attitude of prayer and gratitude. Let's come forward. Praise.
The Lord is good. We have heard this afternoon that the Lord Almighty always closes the door. Whenever God sends danger, he gets the door closed. So this is a smart one. God is always good to us. God is always there to guide us whenever there is any danger on the way. So don't think that whatever you are passing through, that you are not seeing the mercy of God. We are seeing the mercy of God and that God Almighty will continue to guide us in Jesus' name. Turn with me to Exodus 12, 17. Exodus 12, 17. So you shall observe the feast of unleavened bread. For on this same day I will have I will have brought you brought your army out of the land of Egypt. Therefore you shall observe this day throughout your generation as an everlasting audience. Again, turn with me to Second Peter one. Second Peter one verse four. The book of Second Peter 1, verse 4. Second Peter 1, verse 4. Throughout this, he has given us his very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption of the world. What? in the word caused by the evil desire. So we have just partake in the Holy Communion. And through this, you'll be set free. Through this, you'll be set free. Always remember that communion is a symbol of body of Christ that he has given us and he has directed us to always remember to do this. Even in the Old Testament, we have seen that God directed that this should be done from generation to generation. And the New Testament also, we have been instructed to continuously do that. And God, in his mercy, will continue to favor us in Jesus' name. Now you have taken this, I want you to close your eyes and begin to pray to God. Lord, this is what you have commanded. This is what you have instructed us to do. I've partaken in it today. Everything, every agenda of devil that may take me back to my vomit, Father, create barrier in between us. That thing that will make you to look like a filter garment before God, I want you to table it before God and say, Lord, I've partaken in your communion. I want to remain faithful to you. I want to be faithful to you, Lord. Grant me the spirit. Ask for the spirit of God, that the God Almighty will direct you, will guide you, so that you will remain firmly with him as you have partake in this communion. Pray, open your mouth. You know those areas that devil always deceive you to go back. That, Lord, I've taken this communion. I shall never go back. 
to the same evil things I've been doing in the mighty name of Jesus. Ask God that the Spirit of God continue to lead you in the right path as you have partake in this communion. Thank you, Almighty God. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for the privilege that you have given to us to partake in this Holy Communion in remember of your sacrifice on the cross of Calvary. Thank you for, your, for, you, dying for, our, our, for you dying for us on the cross. Father, we glorify you. We appreciate you because you have paid the ultimate price for our sins. Father, we confess before you that we shall never go back to that sin as we have partake in this communion in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, almighty God. We give you all glory. Father, we pray that you will strengthen us with your Holy Spirit, that we continue to guide and direct us always in your path so that we, can, we shall continue to live for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. We commit all your servants that you have used for this great service of today. Father, empower them all with your spirit in Jesus' name. Blessed be your holy name. As we go, Father, go ahead of us in Jesus' name. Let us all get back safely to our various home in the mighty name of Jesus. And when next we shall meet here, our testimony shall be great in Jesus' name. All the coming activities of the church, Lord, we commit them unto you, that you will perfect every activities we are planning in Jesus' name. That you will take over for the rest of the year, all activities before you, Lord, you will take over in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Let's share the grace together in fellowship. So for Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you all.